0: Hey there, I'm Alan Furstenberg,
1: and I'm Mark Tucker. Welcome to Two Voice Devs.
0: Two Voice Devs. Good to have you back, Mark.
1: Thank you, Ellen. Top of the uh, evening to you, I guess. <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> no, um, no. We had a good time with, with Craig last week, so that was good. And uh, but it's always good for us to to catch up with each other, you know, just chat about what's going on. Uh, both, you know, in it, uh, it, it work in general and our lives in general and uh, what's going on in the voice world.
1: Yeah, And something interesting is going on. It started August 1st. There is a hackathon for uh, Alexa skills and it's targeted to the 55 plus community. And uh, I think we could talk about that today a little bit.
0: Oh, I'd love to. I know that's a really exciting one. I know folks were waiting since it was uh, kind of teased at Alexa Live this year. Um, and it's a, it's a really interesting hackathon. So um, the the announcement about it just, you know, went up uh, a couple of weeks ago at this point and people are already jumping on board and it's gonna be continuing for till the end of September.
1: So yep, the end of uh, yeah, September.
0: Let's, let's, let's take a look and uh, you've got, you're, you're intimately involved in this.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I guess I probably need to start off with a disclaimer, I am a judge for this competition. Uh, so we will talk about it, but I want to make sure that it's clear that I can't tell you if you have a good idea or a bad idea. Um, I can't really even give you any guidance or direction. Um, there's a part of me that wants to, like to be part of it and jump in. And, and I, I, I love the, the feels of hackathons and, and challenges like this. But as a judge, I kind of need to just to step back. And I'm really excited to see what everyone develops and, and puts together for this. Um, but if you have any questions, um, you know, we'll talk about it today, but definitely, you know, don't, just don't take my, what I say at face value. Go look at the website, look at the rules, make sure you understand them carefully, uh, look at all the resources, everything that's there. Um, so, and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, this hackathon specifically. And uh, like, how, what is it uh, like to be involved as a developer in one of those uh, as so- well?
0: So let I, I, let's start there. Actually, um, have have you been involved? Have you been a participant in a hackathon before, or some of these themed challenges?
1: What I, has- I have. I'm trying to remember if it's been. I, I think it's. It might have been two for voice, and then one for for another one that I did. It's it was it was kind of more of a a mobile device uh, thing that I did. But so it's interesting because. Uh, the, hackathons kind of could be used in, in multiple different ways. Sometimes yeah. hackathon you think of as like, it's, Oh, you've got a weekend and it's 24 hours or 48 hours. And you, you and your team go in there and you're just, you know, churning this stuff out nonstop. There's food, a plenty. And, and at the end of that time period, then you come out with whatever uh, you've got. So I guess in that sense, this isn't a, it isn't a hackathon. Um, so,
0: well, that's why um, they call it. What are, how, the, they call the, it a
1: challenge, a yeah. skills challenge. Skills challenge. And so this one has a little bit slow. So I've done that type of two, uh, thing too, and so that's kind of interesting because sometimes you even show up there and you don't necessarily have an idea, and you have to come up with an idea, and then develop it, and then do a presentation right. on it.
0: And and sometimes even on you know those weekend hackathons, you're coming in without knowing the technology, and part of the point of the hackathon is to to teach you yep. this brand new skill, throw you in on the deep end, let you play with it, you know, let you know give you the resources to to help you understand it better. You know, the 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 technical, you know, the people who are there to help you. Mm-hmm. And then to show off at the end, so that you've you've understood the technology that you're being taught. My the first hackathon I was part of was uh, for Google Glass. It was what they were calling the, the Glass Foundry event, and this was at a time that nobody had their hands on glass. And you had a room full of developers who literally, two hours earlier, had been handed a hardware device that we've never touched before. Right. And they're giving you know, a presentation on Here's what the user interface is going to feel like. And here's the, how the API works. And here are the sorts of things that we came up with, but what ideas do you have? And <laughs> Try them out. And, you know, here's a wall full of engineers who will help you answer any questions that you have. And that was yeah, and exciting. That was thrilling.
1: It, it is, and, and, and um you kind of just have to embrace the idea that I know nothing going into this and it's, it's, it's kind of scary and confusing. And I don't really, I'm disoriented, I guess, to a certain extent. And that is part of the, I don't know, sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes that part of it's not fun, but, um, but it is kind of overall part of the fun of just going someplace, not knowing something and leaving at the end of it, knowing something or knowing something better than, you know, most other people do right
0: and and as a judge and i I, i've later been judges on some of these it's been great and and you know also the person helping out trying to help people understand the technology it's been great seeing the questions that get asked and seeing the the perspective sometimes that people take on how do you you know this device that i've gotten so comfortable with and these apis that i've gotten so comfortable with and being asked a question, you're like, oh, that's a good question. I have no idea how to I've do that. I've never thought but, of that. or? But I guess it's possible.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, that, that, and just seeing what people do, yeah.
1: Yeah, that is definitely the fun part. And so um, I think there's still a certain degree with it being a challenge. You get a longer time, um, time frame. Um, but there is still going to be a certain amount of, oh, I, you know, I hope there's people out there that have like I've never written a voice application before, but this and that's kind of what my first one was is that I really hadn't done much with Alexa, and I'm I, I just like I I really want to come out of this knowing um, how to make an app, yeah. You know, how do how do I do a voice app? And so just just embrace that aspect, but there's also there's lots of different you know. Amazon's been doing this for years, so you've got multimodal with APL, which you may have never, this might be the first time that you've done that, even though you might have created a voice app, or maybe you've created something on a different platform and this is your first time doing Alexa, or maybe um, this is your first time doing this certain feature or some other feature and just trying to understand what all the features that are available to you and um, and, you know, kind of coming up with the idea uh, and you can do this as individual or as a team. So there's just right. lots of different things that.
0: Right. Or, um, or you know, the, the fact that you've been used to doing games and now you're right. presented with looking at your user base in a whole different perspective because we've got a, a kind of specific user base that this is oriented for.
1: Right. And so this would be a great opportunity for you to, you know, talk to people that are in that age group, you know, talk to. Um, friends, you know, parents, grandparents, whatever, whatever situation you're in, talk to people and say, you know, this is what what my idea is, or, and, and and is that something that you'd work would work for you or help you out, or you can see a need already and try to fill that need. Right, and I think that's one of the great things about this particular challenge.
0: And it kind of goes back <clears throat> to, I mean, it, it, the origin story of it in some ways really resonates with that, is that this is a very, very personal challenge, or it can be. Right. This is the sort of thing, you know, um, the, the person behind it, Heidi Culberson, Um, if you've ever seen, she's been doing presentations on developing audio applications for the over 55 crowd for years. And she got into it because she had, you know, given uh, an Alexa device to her mom, and immediately understood exactly what the impact of it was, and yep. she went and developed skills, essentially for her and her mom, because it was that personal. It was, it was, you know, the understanding that I'm writing this for myself. And there are others who will benefit from this as well, and I think that's really kind of what this is trying to to target. More than a lot of them do, is this is this is a very personal
1: one. Yeah, and I I think that also you know has is is, is really a powerful thing that a lot of people are feeling. What what um, you know I've I've got somebody that's in that age range in my family that is very active, or I've got somebody that's not. That's that's um, and it's hard to watch different situations or I feel that they're losing touch with the family or with others. There's So there's right. lots of different things. And, and we'll go through this. In fact, I'll go ahead and share um, the, the website and we can walk through it. You'll see very specific topics that are covered in this challenge. And and sometimes you think, well, the, um, you know, the, the uh, 55 plus community is a certain, you know, kind of stereotype, and it's not.
0: It's very much not. If you've ever seen Heidi's presentation, she, she really highlights the fact that while there are some things that are a little common about this group, there's also a huge uh, level of diversity. Right. You know, you can't really just assume that, oh, you know, it's, it's a bunch of people going around with walkers, because it's not.
1: It's definitely not. And and it's interesting because you'll notice right off the bat from, um, the title aging and engaging. So, you know, there's that, that already kind of gives you some ideas is that there's, you know, this aging population, they're not all old, um, they're aging and just different ways to engage them. So that's kind of like the first part. And then if you jump down here to the different categories, there's a category called keep moving, stay sharp, be supported, and let's connect. And you can even think, see just from those categories alone, you start getting some ideas of like, oh, this first one, keep moving, build a skill that empowers adults to live strong and active lives. And you're going to help them maintain, you know, maybe they've already were um, active and maintain their strength and fitness and, and uh, independence. And so it gives you some examples of Types of skills that would fall into that category.
0: You know, there's a lot of talk about brain exercises and, you know, but not just that, but also, you know, the, an example is, um, helping a person go down memory lane so that they can, you know, think about the high points either in their personal life or in the news that was going on that they experience, or the music that they grew up with or, and, you know. If you think music that they grew up with, you're talking a huge range of, you know, you're t- we're, we're talking maybe it's big band era. Maybe it's early rock and roll. You know, there's a lot of different music styles in there. So you can't just assume, oh, everyone's going to like rock and roll.
1: Oh, I, I, I was just about to say, you could do this and this and and I can't. I, I, there's a part of me that wants to give my own ideas of what could happen in this area, but I'm not going to, I'm going to wait, leave that up to you this time. But I've got some ideas that (laughs) in that area that I'm like, oh, this is really a cool idea. So, but the next area be supportive. So this would be like, how do you help somebody keep, um, you know, track of their daily tasks or to do the specific activities. So this is about how do you help them how can the assistant be an assistant and 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 help in in different situations?
0: Mm-hmm. And I think that also ties into the next one about you know let's connect. What does it mean to use your voice to connect with your family? You know, as the example right. is, you know how do how do you get family news? You know, we it's easy to get the national news, but how do I get what's going on in my family and how can I hear about that? How can I use it to you know? If I'm feeling lonely, just be able to talk and connect with relatives. Maybe they've got an Alexa of their own. So, you know, maybe we're talking something that needs to pair up in some way or share a database in some way. Um, friends night out, a joint activity. You know, what, what does it mean to, mm-hmm. to play games if both of you are remote? Or what does it mean to play games by voice if you're both together?
1: Yep. Lots of, lots of good questions. So just from those categories, you start to see, wow, there's lots of different things that maybe you're at first thinking about this, you would think, oh, I don't really have an idea. But then you start looking at those categories and you're like, oh, I could see how this would fit and, or I could do this or, or different things like that. So, so that's really what has me excited about is just these different categories and the different things that, that uh, creators are going to come up with. Uh, for this challenge, I, I'm really excited about judging what different people come up with on this. So, um, you know, what do you need to submit? In the end, you need to submit a three-minute video, and you need to um, submit your skill to the, the skill store and have, um, have proof that you submitted it by the deadline. Um, so this is all covered in the official rules, so, so definitely follow on of those. So, but what are the prices? Right, oh, and, this is the, and...
0: and this is the part that, of course, people jump to.
1: Yeah, this is kind of like that extra motivation, or maybe the the initial motivation, and then you get into it and you find other things that you love about it. Right,
0: and you know, one of the things that I think is neat about prizes, and particular cash prizes, is some of them are you know the the grand prize is a decent chunk, um, but even the smaller prizes are enough of an incentive. To get people to look at it, to aim for these kinds of prizes, and maybe they'll help you launch this skill as a full product. You know, maybe this is enough to to help get you started down this path. We we know, for example, um, Ilarna Che, who's been on the show a couple of times, she launched her company based on contests like this. You know, so it's it's very much a, a possibility that this is. A possible road towards uh, starting a new major releasable product with you know a little it, bit of, of seed money to do so.
1: Yeah, exactly, and and um, there's definitely an audience for this uh, this age group and these types of skills. So I think I I think there there's lots of different motivators. Um, you know, and you know the, the prize itself could be a motivator. The, the topic or the, the, you know, categories that we're, we're covering and how they can help people is a motivator. Um, where things will go after the challenge is a motivator. So there's lots of different, you know, learning something new is a motivator. There's lots of different motivators of why you might want to be part of this challenge. And so I guess, you know, taking a moment here in the middle to talk about this is really hoping that if you're on the fence, like, should I do this or not? Or haven't done this type of thing before that you'll really consider doing it. I think it's it's a, it's a worthwhile um, opportunity and uh, a great experience overall.
0: Definitely, and I think the other thing to remember on that certainly is you've got nothing to lose. You know, there's no entry fee for this. It's it's really it's some of your time, and you'll learn something from it. Yep. So you know, there, there's no downside to this
1: really. Yeah. And, and, and it's, there's ways to test your skill without having a device. Um, So that even specifically says in the rules, you don't have to have a device to do this. So uh, my, my first hackathon um, I didn't have a device either. I just, I just used the tools and, and created it. It didn't have a, you know, a UI or anything, but uh, uh, it was all voice, but I, I didn't have a device and I didn't, actually get the device until after I had submitted my skill. So let's talk about the prizes in, in total, there are 10, 10 winners, 10 prizes. So there is an overall best, um, grand prize winner, and there will be four runners up. Um, and so that's the cash prize of 15,000 for the grand and five each for, um, each of the runners up. Then you'll notice that there are uh, different categories. Those categories that we talked about, there is going to be a winner in each of those categories. So, you know, best keep moving skill, best stay sharp, best be supportive, best let's connect. And then there's one that is specific, it's a bonus prize, that if you incorporate APL, um, and have the best multimodal screen. so merging the voice experience and the visual experience, then you could get a prize just for that. Um, and just to you know uh, so there's there's lots of different uh, ways that you can win.
0: Now, I, I just want to does it actually say it has to be APL?
1: I'm pretty sure that it does, but if you have any questions, check the rules. the rules. Um, and it will tell you specifically what's uh, what's included and you know what's what's in bounds and what's out of bounds. Now you might ask, but I'm not a developer. I can't do this. What's going on? My understanding is the only restriction that you can't do is there's something called Alexa blueprints um, that allow you to. You know, it's kind of more like hobby or beginning where it would you'd fill in some blanks and it would generate a skill. So they're looking for somebody to, to go beyond that basic level of blueprints, but that doesn't mean that you have to be a developer to do it. No, There are there are tools like VoiceFlow um, that allow you to kind of draw out. And uh, in the end, it has to be something that you could deploy to the skill store, but it's not saying uh, exactly what technology. You know, there, Amazon's going to talk about the Alexa skills kit. Um, which is is in some ways the APIs that they make available to developers, but there's also like an SDK called the Alexa Skills Kit for S, uh, SDK. Um, you can develop your skill using that. You can develop your skill, and that's and usually that's like in, that's in Node.js. You could use Node.js and use a tool uh, a framework like Jovo if you want. Um, there's no reason why you can't do that. You could if you're if you uh, are, don't do Node or JavaScript and you're more of a C-sharp or a Java or Python, look around, chances are you're going to be able to find a framework that takes the language that you're more, most uh, familiar with and it'll let, you, it'll let you create Alexa skills using that. So um, the, the documentations and resources are going to po- point you towards Alexa skills kit, but that's not necessarily a requirement to enter. And you, and you can use a no-code tool uh, to to do this as well.
0: Now the other thing is that as I understand it, teams are also allowed to enter.
1: Yep. Right? You can be an individual or you can be a team.
0: So if you're not a developer and you want to, you know, team up with a developer, you know, if you've got a great idea and you kind of know the what the, the flow needs to look like and what it sounds like, but you don't know how to do it, you could team up with a developer and you know the two of you can design and develop something so that's perfectly reasonable as well
1: yeah like like our friends uh katie and john uh sometimes the most powerful teams are are uh, small teams of two or three where you know somebody's more technical somebody's more more content uh but this is where you pull in somebody who you know might be good at acting or or you know writing you know, writing those dialogues or, yeah. or dialogue or, you know, conversations, you can pull them in somebody that's good at writing, uh, at, you know, creating content, you know, if even, you even like more on like the, like the project management. Okay. Let's stay on task. Everybody. The next thing that we're going to focus on is this, or, you know, or interviewing, you know, people that are in that, uh, age range and getting ideas or feedback and like testing and iterating. There's, there's lots of different, uh, right. Skill sure. sets.
0: Or, you know, if you've got something that requires a lot of content, you know, you need to organize a thousand pieces of music from, you know, the forties, fifties, and sixties, somebody has got to organize that content or, you know, so there's, there's lots of roles for lots of different people in this sort of, this sort of thing.
1: Yeah, and just you know, general guidelines um, that that uh, were talked about at Alexa Live as far as retention um, and, and and engagement with skills. One of them they talked about using APL. Another one they talked about uh, finding different ways to engage. That could be uh, something like reminders. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it could be um, using uh, you know. The different things that are available. Uh, like one of the things they mentioned was recently was send a phone. Make sure that you understand what are all the features that are available um, in in the tool set and figure out how best to incorporate them. Yep. Um, and you can and you can go down and, and find you know, like here's the list of judges um, and. I'll go back to the judges in just a second, but here's okay, the he, judging criteria.
0: He scrolled past the judges pretty quickly.
1: There, I did, I did, but because I was wanting to finish my thought, that this is the the guidelines around the judging criteria, the different things that the judges are going to be looking for. So make sure that you clearly understand what uh, what's being said here, and uh, try to adapt what you're saying, um, what you're doing to what what's being said here.
0: And you know, I think these are these three these three points, this judging criteria, is useful for almost any skill yep. that gets developed. You know, the quality, how, how good is this? You know, it includes, is it unique? Is it creative? Um, how relevant is it to the target audience? Yep. How easy is it to use? Especially for this kind of audience, you know, you wanna make sure that you've created a lot of training phrases. Because people can ask things in different ways. You want to make sure that the training phrases are ones that someone in this, in these age groups are likely to use. Um, you might want to be make sure that you've tested it with things like, you know, what happens if the user pauses or is more hesitant or is speaking slower or might have a slightly different accent. You know, because these are all possibilities from this age range.
1: And the other thing that they talked a lot about on Alexa live is that uh, skills that regularly have new content are more engaging and people come back and and use them more. So that's something else to keep in mind. If it's, you know, I know like one of the first skills that I created was a a simple fact um, skill of some sort. I don't even remember what the topic was, but I had 20 random facts that you could ask questions or like, give me a new fact and it will give you a new fact. And, and, Um, and those are only useful to a certain, you know, to a certain level. So figure out how you can uh, get new content in. what's the, what's the process for refreshing content, um, in the system and give, uh, users a reason to come back. um, because they're, they're engaged, they're excited because they're getting new content, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. so think, think about those aspects.
0: You know, I think the second point as well touches, uh, you know, really addresses some of the things that I think developers are most interested in. It is saying, you know, what are what are the things available in Alexa that we as developers take advantage of, and are you taking advantage of them?
1: Right.
0: And it also talks about the design principles that, you know, your designers should be well-versed in. Um,
1: yep, and, I, I think and there's... There's new documentation and, and, and d- additional guidelines. You know there's guidelines for how do you create a skill. There's guidelines for how do you use APL. So, so look at those design guidelines as well um, on, on Alexa and, and make sure you understand them. Yep.
0: And again, I think the, the final point is, is obvious and important. You know it yep. seems obvious, but I think it's also easy to um, kind of forget is that you know if somebody's actually using this, how do they engage with it? How does it entertain with it? how how free of bugs is it? How does you know yep. does it not glitch? Because if it glitches, it's going to be frustrating to use. How does it handle people who are, you know, there for the first time or there for their hundredth time, which is something we talk about endlessly. You know. Yep. And I, and I would say, you know, we've talked about many of these concepts and we've, I hope, introduced folks to libraries that can help with this. Um, and I hope people take advantage of those libraries.
1: Yeah, like we talked about, uh, there was a video uh, series I did on APL. There's good resources on Amazon that talk about APL, but if you want another perspective, um, then you know, definitely look at the that video series and check out APL Ninja. Great resource for for uh, creating APL. Yep, um, and
0: we just did you know things about uh, Badgerific and some of the the Jovo utility tools that you have that help people you know count how many times they've done things or you know how often they've used a resource or have they used yeah a like resource. so like
1: streaks and and, right. and 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 badges and achievements. That's a that's a way to in, engage people.
0: Right, you know. These are and, and definitely it's something that helps you determine has this user been here before? how many times have they been here before and how do we work differently? Yeah, you know how, how do we really tailor it to their specific needs?
1: Yeah, so you're personalizing it to, to not um, you know not just one size fits all but personalizing it that oh this person's used it uh, frequently or it's been two months since they've used it or it's been so, there's different things that you can do, and we've talked about those. And you know, we've got uh, lots of different episodes. Got a hundred episodes covered. or so
0: that, that you know <laughs> may take you a bit to review, but hopefully, you're pretty caught up.
1: Yeah. So, um, so before we go on to some additional resources, I just want to do a shout out to this list of judges. Um, some of these people are brand new. I have not met them, but some of them I've been you know, friends with them you know, like for years. Um, so these are top-notch judges. Um, I'm, I'm excited to, to be counted among them. Uh, and, uh, and we've got lots of diversity. We've got some you know people that are coming from Amazon, but we've got people that are coming from other uh, industries that are specific, um, to the things that we're talking about. So, um, just a great uh, a great group of judges and i'm excited uh, to see what you're doing but also to work with them the last of, part
0: of, some of ahead. these are something i love the the you know some of these titles are fantastic scroll down a little bit more you know now, seeing people at senior living communities the geron tech to- technologist that's a great title
1: that is awesome yeah
0: i think the one other thing to to make sure we point out is uh the deadline for this is September 26th. So you've got, yep. you know, uh, not quite two months at this point, but but almost. So make sure you don't miss the deadline. Uh, it looks other, like we got
1: 49 participants that have already signed up. Already signed so. up. That's
0: Oh, and it, it actually tells us we have 53 days, at least as of when we're recording this. And then it'll be a little bit less by the time it finally airs. Yep. So, uh, so make sure you keep your eye on that deadline. Um, the other fun thing, though, is that the winners are going to be announced at the Voice Summit. Yes. We'll be talking more about the Voice Summit.
1: for. Yes, a we definitely will be. And, and we're, we plan to be doing a uh, an episode of Two Voice Devs live at uh, the Summit. And you've got a presentation you're doing, and I'm, I've got an additional presentation I'm doing. Uh, so we've got lots of, lots of uh, things going on. And... It occurs to me, I would love to have some of these winners on Two Voice Devs just to talk about their experience after the fact about the hackathon. And I think that would be fantastic. Yeah,
0: I hope yeah, we can do so.
1: That would be exciting. So so uh, an unofficial invitation to the winners uh, to join us uh, in the future on on Two Voice Devs. Um, the last thing I want to point out is this point here at the top where it's talking about you know the rules uh, any updates or discussions that you can have? you, know, you can ask questions. So um, everything's set up here on Devpost. I've used Devpost before on some of the challenges I've been in. it's a it's a good site. But there is this resources section. So make sure that you check it out. Um, it's going to talk about all the some different tools, like even how do you um, create a you know, developer account? Uh, where can you go see some uh, documentation and some webinars? So there's lots of different places to get you started. Hopefully you'll you'll take advantage of these resources. Plus Heidi herself is going to be with Jeff Blankenberg. So two of the judges on August 23rd are going to be talking about this on the Amazon Alexa office hours. Um, so that's another place where you could go and kind of uh, get some insider information as much as they can share, or just kind of get perspectives of two of the people that are going to be judging this.
0: Right. I think one of the great things that I'm, I'm looking forward to about that one is Heidi really is a wealth of knowledge about
1: so she is
0: about how to design things for this this group. And I am mo- I'm, I'm really looking forward to uh, to getting more of her insights from that. Um, And actually, speaking of the Voice Summit, you know, I I first met Heidi at uh, the Voice Summit in Newark in, uh, I guess it was 2019. Um, It was an absolutely packed room. And she looked a little bit overwhelmed by the number of people that were trying to cram themselves into this room. But she did a fantastic job at helping us understand that this is a community that many of whom are, are comfortable with technology. You know, they're not afraid of it, but they have challenges with it. It's not immediately obvious. And sometimes that means somebody else is going to need to help them set it up. Yep. You know, so there, there's a lot of things to think about when you're thinking about developing for this group. And I'm, I'm hoping Heidi will, will give a few hints uh, at, at her office hours.
1: Yeah, I, I, I hope so too. Uh, a couple of parting thoughts that I've gotten, and I'll turn it over for if you've got some additional things to say uh, on this, Alan. Uh, before we close, but there are APIs that you can use to plug into lots of different things. So uh, consider that as an option. So maybe maybe um, your skill isn't based on content that you generate, but maybe it's content coming from someplace. Um, you know, for example, I think of, uh, of uh, John and Katie again, who did a tour of the, an art museum using APIs that were available for the art museum. Um, so um, that could be another team member in a way, is finding an API that covers some of the things that you want. And it could be a challenge uh, on its own, um, integrating APIs. The um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is that um, even though you're not, you may not be creating a game. Uh, maybe you are. Maybe some one of these things um, has a dual purpose. It's a game that you know tests memory or or whatever you know the different examples that they gave. But just because it's not a game doesn't mean that you can't include gamification things in it. Um, so fun fun you know achievements or badges, like we said, but just think about some of the things that make a good game and play some of the games um, that are already available for Alexa and see what they do for APL, see what they do for engagement and content, see what some, some of the things that they do, and that might give you some ideas on what uh, what you can do.
0: You know, I in, I think the API one is particularly good, and maybe this is something that we should cover in the near future. Is talk about you know where where to look for APIs and where they can be. I know a lot of communities, for example, have APIs um, that you know give just basic civic information, like what are the hours of town hall and what are the days of garbage collection and you know yeah. stuff like that. And <clears throat> maybe those are things that are useful to you. Um, Google has an API for its calendar and lots of places put menus on calendars or we'll put, you know, activities on calendars. And maybe if you've got a calendar there that you found, you wanna provide a good voice interface to that calendar for that community. So maybe you're developing a skill for a very, very narrow community, but it's incredibly powerful for that community. You know, so don't, you you don't need to create the biggest, grandest tool <laughs> of all time you can you can tailor it very fairly, fairly narrowly i mean you know like we we talked about with craig last week a lot of what drove his his mouse guest skill was the fact that he discovered an api that provided this wealth of information and he wanted to build something for the community of people that could use it and i think anybody who you know finds the resources for the, the aging and engaging group, um, find, it, even if it's a small group, if it's one small community, that's perfect because you're helping that community.
1: So like we uh, say at the end of uh, every episode, please contact us, whether it be in the comments or on social media, whether it be LinkedIn or Twitter, and just you know, ask your questions and, and and get involved. I think this is a really great opportunity to to uh, join this challenge, and I would strongly uh, consider you and encourage you, I guess, to uh, to take a look at it and and try it out. I think it it's, it's going to be uh, a, a great opportunity.
0: No, I definitely agree. I'm really really looking forward to uh, to seeing what folks do. I mean, one of the things I, I hope at at the summit is that we don't just see the winners. Looking forward to seeing the winners, but just what everyone is doing and how everyone is thinking about this and the sorts of tools that we're bringing to these communities. And and as you said earlier, I I really hope that we can get uh, some people to discuss what you did and how you did it on another episode of Two Voice Devs.
1: Two Voice Devs. Take care, Alan.
0: Take care, Mark. Have a great week.
1: You too.